The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Welcome to the Healing Whisper. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad that you can join me today. Today is a special day. We have a very special guest, Mary O'Malley. But before I get into that, I'd like to mention that you can find me on Facebook, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And There's this wonderful disclaimer that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and my guest, Mary O'Malley. Please, Always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. My special guest today is Mary O'Malley, who is an author, a counselor, and awakening mentor in Kirkland, Washington. In the early 1970s, a powerful awakening led Mary to begin changing her relationship with her challenges, freeing her from a lifelong struggle with darkness. Her latest book, the thing that we will be talking about today, is What's in the Way is the Way. It provides a revolutionary approach for healing your fears, anxiety, shame, and confusion, so you can live in a place of ease and well-being. Eckhart Tolle says, Thank you, Mary for your contribution to the evolution of human consciousness. And welcome, Mary. Thank you so much for joining me today. So glad to be here, Mary Ann. And I'm just going to start right off. In in your, your introduction there, it says, changing your relationship with your challenges. So tell me, How did you change a relationship with your challenges? Well, it's so important to get that life, we all have challenges. Challenges are not here because we've done something wrong or 
were being punished or the powers to be fell asleep on the job, they're very much a part of life. And uh, most of us hope that we can just kind of bask and float in the uh, uh, area, the parts of the river of life that are quiet and placid, but gosh almighty, you know, you just turn the corner of the river and there's stage five rapids. And I took on a lot of challenges when I was young and uh, ended up eventually uh, very suicidal and was in a uh, mental hospital uh, for the better part of the year when I was 23. And I was uh, uh, addicted to alcohol and drugs and food, all because I felt that the challenges of my life somehow I was to blame for. Somehow they were proof that there was something wrong with me. And, oh, I just tried to fix, and I went to doctors, and I went to, you know, therapists and psychologists and psychiatrists, not saying that that's bad or wrong. You know, we do need to reach out and get help. But it's until we can meet ourselves exactly as we are, the challenges of our life will not open and give us the treasures that are always embedded in them. So when I was 27, uh, a yoga teacher came into my life that taught me how to be curious about what I was experiencing rather than trying to fix me or fix the challenges or get rid of or numb myself out with food and alcohol and drugs. And then a few years later, a wonderful human being came into my life, Stephen Levine, who wrote many books on death and dying uh, Hmm. because he had a 24-hour hotline in his house for many years where people that were dying or losing a loved one could call. And... He was the human being that taught me not only how to relate to what I was experiencing, but rather than from it, and you know, uh, to let go of the uh, addiction to fixing, but also he showed me how, the way back to my own heart. And now there's not a part of me, especially the parts that come when we're deeply challenged by life, that isn't enfolded in my heart. Wow. And so when you discovered yourself and found yourself, something told you you were not to blame for all the problems? How did you discover that? Well, it was by starting to be curious about this extremely cruel voice inside of me that was talking all day long. I mean, it's just amazing when you really begin to realize how most of us are really mean to ourselves. It's almost like we have a bully, you know, inside (laughs) that is always expecting ourselves to be better or different than what we are. And that is an endless game. And so uh, when I met Stephen, that was when I started to become curious about this voice in my head, and I gave it a name, oh, the judger. 
and I began to watch what it was talking about. And I even began to keep a notebook. And I would, as I went throughout the day, I really wanted to get to know the judger's view of the world. It's view of me and the view of the world. So when I would catch it, I would write it down. And I actually came and uh, had a big piece of newsprint, and I drew a circle, you know, on it and put it up in the, my bedroom and, and uh, uh, did spokes of a wheel. And on every spoke, I wrote down some of the statements that this mean and cruel judger would say about me. And the more I looked, and I call this look to unhook. The more I looked, the more I saw how scared the judger was, how young it was, how much it was conditioned to believe that I was not okay unless I was perfect. And of course, the uh, ideas of perfection were mythical, you know, and they are for most people. And slowly and surely, I began to be able to say hi to this judger when it came, rather than believing what it said. And now it's, uh, you know, it, it rises every once in a while, but I say, hello, you're having a bad day, tell me about it, <laughs> and it just passes right on through. Yes, and so that judger, I have heard the, the, that, that we have basically three different minds. The mind of our, our, shall we say, our head, our brain, the mind mm-hmm. of our heart, and, mm-hmm. and our gut. And so yeah. would you say this judger is in our head? Absolutely. And it, you know, I have studied the three brains also and was interviewed for an absolutely fabulous book a number of years ago called M braining. The M stands for multiple, and these two men had taken uh, uh, 600 of the leading-edge research papers on the fact that we do have three brains. I mean, now science is really discovering that. And this head brain, which most people live in most of the time and think of as themselves, was meant to be a tool for maneuvering through reality. It's exquisite. It only took the universe 13.8 billion years to figure out how to make it. But it is not reality. And science has shown now that our main brain is the heart. And if you look at how the head brain operates, it is dualistic in nature. It likes, it dislikes, it thinks this good, bad, right, wrong. And it is at war with itself. It's what I said in my second book, The Gift of Our Compulsions. Our core compulsion is to struggle. But the heart brain is inclusive. And the heart brain, we're not talking about, oh, a mushy heart. We're talking about a highly, highly intelligent brain that does not judge like the head brain does. It includes... It is uh, compassionate and kind. It understands. And it really, truly is exciting what science is finding, that it is our main brain. Well, and, and that is just fascinating to me because it's this judge 
that keeps us stuck. And it's this judge that, uh, shall we say, keeps us addicted to struggle. would, Would you say that? Well, I would say that, uh, let's step back a moment. You know, when we were born, there was not a thought in our head. Isn't that amazing? And slowly and surely, this storyteller, you could call it the self-image, it got built inside of us. And they say pretty much so our foundation of it is pretty well formed by the time we were six. And I've studied this storyteller a lot. I've worked with people 30 years. I've been able to see in and hear into their minds and hearts. You know, I've used myself as a laboratory. And this storyteller is made out of fear, and it's glued together with judgment. And to be able to see that, Marianne, is so powerful. We get back to look to unhook. We try to fix ourselves. It's an endless game. But if we can learn how to be curious about what this head brain, this storyteller is doing, slowly and surely we discover how to unhook from this fear and this judgment that mostly is self-judgment. Even the judgment that we experience out there is just like a uh, safety release valve for this experience extremely cruel and demanding voice inside of us that never, ever has seen the truth. It doesn't see the truth. Even though at one time I broke my own arm, I was drunk, I was mad, I just kept on hitting this bed and it had a duvet cover over the board across the bottom of the bed. That's the level of judgment that I took on. There was not one part of me that was okay as far as the judger was concerned. When I learned how to be curious about it and listen to it, now I see so clearly that it just added two and two together and came up over and over again with 222. Wow. Well, you know what? We need to get into that into some more depth. But we also need to go on a little bit of a break. So when we come back, we will talk more about the power of curiosity. Don't go away, folks. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. 
visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. My special guest today is Mary O'Malley. And just before the break, we started talking about the power of curiosity. And Mary, just give us some deeper insight into curiosity and how it is so powerful. Well, it, just imagine that you've had a bad day and you go to a friend and that friend does with you what you do with you. You know, you go, oh, no, not again. I'm tired of listening to this. Or they just ignore you. Or they try to fix you. What does that feel like? Well, that's not much it, of a good friend. <laughs> no, that, that, that's for sure. Now, imagine a friend just listening to you. And we've all had this happen in our lives. They may not even say anything, but they listen in a way that is fully there, not judging, totally listening and honoring where you are. And you talk for 15 minutes and you feel better. Why is that? Because the power of human attention has met your immediate experience. And energy moves when we learn how to do that. For most people, most all the time, their attention is lost in these 65,000 thoughts a day. And we tumble from one thought to another to another, you know, all day long. And if thought says, I am mad, we think we're mad. And if thought says, I am sad, we think we're sad. And so we, we have this capacity, I call it curiosity, it really is the art of bringing your attention into your immediate experience. And it's phenomenally powerful. It, as a species, we're just beginning to get this fact, especially now that it looks like, you know, life is uh, going in the wrong direction on our planet. There's so many challenges happening. We're being forced, in a way, into this new way to use our mind. I think it was Einstein that said, as soon as you try to solve a problem on the same level it's been created, you'll only create more problems. And you can see that, you know, in the world. Right. Yeah. This is a new level. The power of attention to actually dispel all of the the fear, the self judgment, 
and the despair that that takes us to, that most of us have been either caught in or running away from our whole lives. Now, Mary, when you say attention, I just want to clarify this for the audience. It is with an A as compared to intention with the I. Exactly. Intention is a whole other conversation and it's extremely powerful. And that's been waking up a lot, you know, in the last couple of decades. But we're talking about attention, the power to bring your attention and your immediate experience together. So let me give an example. Okay. The main, my main experience of life in my early 20s was what I call dread. Dread is the experience of just terror of what is going to come, and you don't even know what it is or when it's going to come, coupled with this feeling that it's happening because you have done something wrong or you are bad and wrong to your core. I tried to fix it away. I tried to psychologize it away. I tried to eat it away, drink it away, drug it away. I tried, I tried a mental hospital, you know, to hope maybe that would, you know, make all of this go away. And when all of that didn't work, I tried suicide. And the last time I tried to kill myself, I, I was slitting my wrist in a windowless bedroom in a basement apartment. If that's not a metaphor, I don't know what is. <laughs> and I was feeling, and this is, the, this is the level to which this voice, this self-judger can get, I felt such hate, self-hate, because I was even a failure at suicide. <laughs> and I asked at that moment, and I didn't realize this until later, I asked my first open-ended question, the kind of question you ask of life without looking for an answer. And I said, if I can't get out of this, because this was the third time, what is this all about? And just a number of months later, this yoga teacher came into my life and began this whole journey back to myself. So the first thing I really had to work with was this combination of terror and dread. And I can still remember the moment. I mean, it's kind of like a little Pac-Man. You just you take a bite of it here and you take a bite of it here. You know, And my compulsions began to teach me whenever I wanted to turn away from myself and compulsions, that was a signal that there was something inside of me that needed me. And slowly and surely, I came closer and closer to this actual energetic feeling of dread that I had tried to run away from my whole life. And it's just like a bear in the woods. When you run after, away from it, it runs after you. Yeah, and yeah. I can remember the night that I was woken up in the middle of the night, and there was just dread there. And my first thought was, I'm going to go eat something. <laughs> and then awareness said, well, yes, you can do that if you want. Just know that that doesn't solve anything. You know, that doesn't make the dread go away. It just 
numbs it for a short period of time, let's turn towards, let's give it the light of our attention. And it's almost like, you know, somebody is asked to smell something really horrible, and they just kind of hold their nose, you know, it's <laughs> kind of like with that energy, oh, okay, okay. And it was this really, I, I can't even put into the words, this feeling, you know, below my stomach, you know, in the very center of my belly, it it feels like I'm falling through an elevator shaft, and, and it's a thousand miles long, and I'm going to splat at the bottom of it at some time. And instead of reacting to it, instead of falling into it, instead of running away from it, I got curious about it. And the body can help us a lot, because... All of these stories in our head have a physical component. And as soon as I brought my attention there and just began to describe to myself what it was like, it was hot and it was fiery and it was big as a, as a basketball and it moved around, that all helped my attention to be there. Mm. That bound up energy transformed into joy. And so just... And that's when I understood the power of alchemy, the power of our attention, bringing it to our immediate experience. And so what you did is you paid attention to your heart saying, well, you could go eat or you could look at this dread and find out what is the dread all about. Yes. Yes, and be with it, be with it. And I would say it this way, Marianne, my head was saying, you know, this dualistic head, oh, I don't like this, and this is horrible, and let's go eat something. And the heart, which is so inclusive and is understanding, uh, it said, well, why don't we just go towards rather than go away? And that energy transformed. Now, it doesn't always happen that dramatically. You know, we can't go to this bound-up energy that got bound up when we were young with the intent, well, I'm going to give you my attention, so, you know, you'll go away. It doesn't work. (laughs) But if we can really see with our heart how young our fear is, how... Uh, crazy and, and, and really uh, not very sane is this judger and how deep is our despair. I call these all spells and spells can be dispelled through the light of our attention. Right. And I was going to ask you about those spells. That you talk about them in your book and... Right. The, the word spells is kind of unusual. It makes you think right. Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> Something along those lines. And I would really like to get into some more detail about those spells. Right. And it is time for a break. Once okay. again, folks. <laughs> so we will talk about spells when we come back from the break. Don't go away. Your life. 
life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. The root causes of disease can be better prevented and cured using an integration of modern medicine and holistic healing techniques. Become educated by tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does have its place, but it should not be the only course of action. It's all about regenerating and healing our whole selves through better choices in lifestyle, foods, spiritual connection, and stress management. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and my very special guest today is Mary O'Malley, and we are discussing what is in the way, is the way, which is the title of her newest book. And just before the break, I promised that we would talk about spells. Yes, spells. And it's not a... Harry Potter spell. What kind of spell is this, Mary? <laughs> well, first of all, I, uh, it just came you know, when I was writing the book, and I love it because a spell is something that is laid over the top of you. It's not true, and it can be lifted. And most of us are so aligned with this storyteller in our head, the 65,000 thoughts a day that are based on fear and glued together with judgment, we don't even realize that we have crawled into the world of spells. Now, let's go back to when you were very young. You know, you were wide open to life. You may have no memories of it, you know, because you may have left like I did when you were very young. But we were wide open to life, and we found ourselves in this absolutely magical place. I mean, a dewdrop is amazing, you know, let alone uh, pudding that, you know, well, let's see if we can shampoo our hair with the pudding, of course. You know, let's experience everything. But we were in a world with what I call these unconscious giants. And they, they're also called parents. <laughs> and they had left themselves a long time ago. And they may have even loved us. But as they left themselves for this world of 
fear, and, and believe you me, we're not talking about, you know, gigantic fears all the time. We're talking about uh, not liking how our hair looks or, you know, because we're afraid somebody won't like us or we're talking about being frustrated by the length of the stoplight because we may be a minute late to the doctor's appointment, you know that this is what we absorbed, just like we absorbed language from our parents. We absorbed all of this unconscious world of struggle. And there's eight core spells. You know, having worked with people for so many years, you know, I began to see clearly there's eight core spells we took on. The first one is I'm separate from life. Nothing could be further from the truth. But we take on this separate struggling self that decides that life is not safe, which is the second core spell. Then it leads to the three operating spells that now I've got, because life is not safe, I've got to do life. I've got to be in control. And I've got to do it right. And that's where most people live. And, you know, you know, every once in a while they get it all together and they're really happy, but then it falls apart again. And this leads to what I call the three hidden spells that everybody I have ever talked to has, but most people are not aware of it. And that is, because I'm not doing life right enough, that's the third operating spell. That means I am wrong. That means I'm unlovable. And that means I am all alone. And it's a phenomenal moment in your life when you begin to realize you don't have to believe everything that your mind is saying. Remember, it's a tool for maneuvering through reality. Right, right. And then what we do is we use our challenges. Because whether it's the challenge of a compulsion or an illness or a difficult job or a challenging relationship, the challenges in our life are tailor-made to bring up the core constructs of how our unconscious spell system operates. And as my first teacher showed me, in the seeing is the movement. There's nothing we need to fix about ourselves that's the endless game of struggle. That's saying, I am not okay and I need to be different. Or my life is not okay and it needs to be different. We're beginning to learn true healing doesn't happen from fixing. It happens from discovering the power of seeing and being with what is. That's what dispels spells. And... You line this out in your book so wonderfully in the first chapter, actually, with this wonderful little metaphor about <laughs> a meadow. And I, I just love that because the, the image of a meadow and all of its beauty right. with the grass and the, the, the nature and the animals and the I, I personally, I can even smell the smells right. of, yeah. and yeah. that yeah. we've never left the meadow. We just can't yeah. see that we yeah. have yeah. left. Because 
how I say is that the meadow has a flow to it. It's life. It has this phenomenally intelligent flow. And slowly and surely, as we were growing up, the clouds in the sky began to lower around our heads. And pretty soon, we were just paying attention to the thoughts in our head. And most people are not even aware how much they're cut off from life. And it's like you said, we've never left the meadow. We just think we have. So we don't need to try to get back to the meadow, which is our natural state, which is this connected openness with life. We just need to learn how to see and see with great heart what makes up our clouds of struggle. And that is how the cloud bank thins. And you again come back to what you most deeply long for, an alive, trust-filled connection with life. And I named this show A Return to Peace because I personally feel that that's another thing that we as individuals, unique individuals, all long to return to peace. And there is nothing in my mind more peaceful than this beautiful meadow that right. you outlined yeah. in your book. Yeah. And Which is always with us, Marianne. It's always, I don't care if you know, you're dying, or I don't care if you have the most horrible 24-hour flu, or you just lost a whole bunch of money in the stock market. That field of peace is who we truly are. And we've just been taught to pay attention to the stories in our head that run around and struggle with life all the time. And what I offer is the pathway back to the meadow that's always here. And you do that in your book with at the end of each chapter, a what you're calling a remembering section. Right. And right. how does that work? Well, I love the word remembering. And it's interesting, Sounds True has picked this book up now. They, they contacted me, and it's so exciting. And that's the one thing that they, they've changed very little with the book, and it's going to be published on the 1st of January. But uh, I hyphenated that word, and, and they are not going to do it with a new edition. But I hyphenated it because it's membering again. It's membering with life. It's remembering. And so there are ten weeks of this process that shows you how, number one, to strengthen the muscle of your attention, because right now your attention just follows thought wherever it goes. And so it's about this strengthening of the muscle, and we start with just a few minutes a day, because in my world, less is a lot more. And then it eventually moves into opening the heart. And when you can meet all of the parts of yourself, and thus you will be able to meet life in your heart. That is a whole and healed human being. Hmm. You know, it, this just reminds me of 
a thing that I read from the Apostle Paul, and he's trying to explain how the body works. You know, the body is made up of all sorts of parts, eyes, ears, mouths, and each part has its own special, unique ability. And if the eyes went off and said, I don't want to be an eye anymore, right? and the image that came to my mind, was the eyes coming back as a member of the body. And and what we're talking about here is getting the member of the heart, the the, the I love you heart, back with our attention. Yeah, yeah. And to remember the yin and yang symbol. The dark and light of life are not on opposite sides of a line. They're not against one another. They are literally nestled together, and the light has a point of dark, and the dark has a point of light. Each of us are made out of dark and light. For heaven's sakes, every single atom that makes you up has a positive and negative charge. And you look at nature, and it is dualistic, hot and cold, and day and night, and winter and summer. Can we, can we become that place? that embraces it all. Well, that is certainly a, a, a journey that we all need right. to take. And it is time for a break. And that doesn't mean you can't start on that journey during the break. But when we come back, we will finish up with our conversation with Mary. And so folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso. To bust through the myths about feeding your baby, Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. 
That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and my special guest, Mary O'Malley, and we are discussing Mary's newest book, What's in the Way is the Way. And I would like to ask Mary about the five great teachers. Uh, which are really the five great challenges of our lives. You know, it's, uh, I don't have the book with me, and it's been a couple of years since I wrote it, but it's, <laughs> it's uh, illness, and it's pain, and it's compulsions, and it's relationships, and finances. Yeah. <laughs> Did I do good? <laughs> yeah. well, you know, I'm kind of cheating because I have the book right in front of me. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, so it, it's so important to get that when we've been in this dualistic mind, you know, that sees things as problems, when a challenge comes, and we will all be challenged, we have a tendency to tighten down around it. We have a tendency to react. And we're almost like a, you know, a fish on a hook, you know, that is just, you know, fighting, um, fighting against life. I call the other way to be with these challenges treasure hunting. That embedded in every single challenge, if you can get beyond the idea that I caused this, I mean, yes, I could say that I caused some of my health problems because I had, uh, you know, drank so much or eaten so much or gained so much weight and, and all of that. But that's just a very limited view. When you take a bigger view and you realize that, well, in my world, it's almost like the earth is a schoolroom and each one of us take on some of the unconsciousness as our teacher, then all of a sudden... There's no blame anymore. All of a sudden, you begin to become curious. What are you showing me here? What is life offering me here in this challenge? And I, I want your listeners to feel the difference between how most of us are a victim to each of these five big challenges. But we no longer have to be the victim. We can let go of the idea that they're here because we're being punished or, or we did something wrong, and we can become curious about them. And it is a phenomenal moment when you begin to realize that every single challenge has treasures embedded in it. Do you have to figure them out? No. You can just ask life, what am I ready to see here? What are you showing me here? With that simple kind of question where you don't look for an answer, life will empower you to your core right in the middle of the challenges. And so for you, when you asked the question when you were in that basement apartment with no windows, right. trying to, to eliminate your body, and... Right saying, 
what is this all about? It's just simply asking the question to initiate the curiosity. And be, because we're, we probably don't have a long time to get into that, if your listeners are interested in it, I will send them. They just e- email my office at awaken, the word awaken, at maryomalley.com. And we'll send them the chapter on questions. Because questions, the, there's two kind of questions, check-in questions, what am I experiencing right now, and then open-ended questions. And in my world, this is such an intelligent world. For heaven's sakes, each one of us was a cell that was so tiny you couldn't even see it with the naked eye. And then it developed into 70 trillion cells, and it knew how to do that. And then, every day, these 70 trillion cells all work together without hardly a thought from us. I mean, when was the last time that you regulated your pH or uh, digested your food? There is a phenomenal intelligence that keeps the planet spinning as they do, that brings forth the spring out of winter, you know, with all those beautiful new leaves and blossoms. And the most powerful way I have discovered to access that intelligence is to simply ask a question and let it go. If we look for the answer, we go into this dualistic head that is so limited, it cannot see fully. It's like using one cylinder of a 12-cylinder car. But when you ask a question without looking for an answer, the whole intelligence of the universe will begin to live the answer through you. Not in your time, not in your way, but it will. And I've seen it, you know, for 30 years. I've seen it in so many people's lives, the absolute phenomenal healing that comes when they realize they don't have to fix themselves or heal themselves. They don't even have to do the journey of awakening. They can just be the question. Just simply ask the question. And that's the difficult thing. Okay, so you're in school, you ask a question, and the teacher gives you the answer right away. So we need to learn to be patient and just simply ask the question and maybe even forget that you asked the question. Uh Uh (laughs) I forgot Uh I answered that question, you know, for years, you know, when I was, you know, uh, slitting my wrist, you know, for years. But it's like, you know, when you go to, uh, you know, you're uh, in a fairy tale and, and the, the white witch of the north, you know, comes and, and gives you a sacred talisman that you wear around your neck and you just have to rub it whenever you need help. Well, most of us don't have a white witch of the north and it's hanging <laughs> sacred talismans around our neck. But we have the talisman, the sacred talisman of asking questions Great. and staying open to the support that will come, will absolutely will come. And I don't care if your mind says, well, it won't come for me or it's not. I mean, the mind will do this for a long time. Oh, it's not working. Just <laughs> keep on asking questions. 
Well, I must say that your book is absolutely wonderful. There are 10 chapters with 10 remembering sections, which would be 10 weeks of learning how to get out of that struggle that we are all addicted to. Mm -hmm. And now, people can uh, email you at awaken at Mary O'Malley. That's spelled O-M-A-L-L. E-Y dot com. Where else can they uh, find you, Mary? At MaryO'Malley.com. Okay. Very simple. And then we have also created a website for, this is my fourth book, and it's the title of the book, What's in the Way is the Way. And there have been so many just... uh, phenomenal people that have endorsed this book. It's just so exciting, and uh, they can see uh, um, on the website uh, many of these amazing endorsements, uh, and that they can no longer purchase a book right now. Uh, well, they can purchase a used copy of it on Amazon, uh, okay. because four months before Sounds True is going to publish it, uh, we can no longer sell it. But there is a button uh, or place on each of those websites where they can pre-order, like on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, if they're interested. Wonderful, and it has come time for the end of the show, and I have to quickly say that thousands of years ago there was a very wise king that existed, and he said, "Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it." Blessings. Ah. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.